Hey guys, this is Sid Patel. I'm your host for the Inside the Drinks Business, CEO of Beverage Trade Network and London Spirits Competition. I'm here with Federico. He's the director of mixology at the Donovan Bar at the Browns Hotel, one of the prestigious bar in London. And today we're going to talk about the big business of mixology. Thanks for having me here, Federico. Thank you, you. Thank you very Super. much. Super. So let's start with, with the mixology, right? Yes. Who is a good mixologist according to you? Who is? Oh, it's a good question. I think uh, mixologist is a uh, is correlated with fantasy okay so creativity is something that you have inside since you're born mm -hmm. you know you know when uh, you were young the, your parents give you a ball and you think it's about uh, you know to be uh, the best football player in the world or they give you you know a, a box and you put in your your hand and you think about to be aeronaut astronaut okay this uh, they call it fantasy i call it creativity okay so it's something that we have inside so <coughs> Creativity is something that we have, yep. but it's something that we need to develop during the year as well, with studying, researching, yep. and never stopping. We need to be humble, no? So I think uh, mixologist is uh, a person or a gentleman that you have the knowledge of the product, you know how to use the, the product, they have the technique to, to use the, the product, yep. and they know how to put together the Got things. It. We like to, for example, in the Donovan bar, we like to play with the elements or ingredients that usually they don't go well, very well together. Uh -huh. But using the right knowledge and the right technique, uh -huh. you, we can manage to marry them perfectly. Uh -huh. So this is a great mixology as well. Got it. And, and when, <clears throat> when it comes to a characteristic of a great mixologist, you know, what are they always aiming for? How are you always raising your bar internally, right? Because you want to become better and better every day. Of course. So I believe that you must be trying at your home as well, different things. You know, you're always trying to come up with that amazing uh, magical surprise. You know, apart from all that, what do you think? How do you yourself drive and raise your level? You know, uh, what are those characteristics? So um, I think so, one of the most important things is to be a part of the team, okay? Because everybody, we are all different, no? Mm -hmm. We, everybody have different characteristics. Mm -hmm. So it's nice that maybe one is much more focused in the technique of shaking. Mm -hmm. The other one is much more focused in the flavors. So it's nice to put all those elements together and compete, first of all, with the, the your team members. Mm -hmm. And then of course you have to compete with the rest of the bars got so need to be always at avant-garde so of course uh, so now have, have some unique uh, thing like unique skill you unique mean. skills exactly for example uh, to be an avant-garde bartender is not just uh, to have a, like uh, you know now the bartending world and the cuisine world they're very very close they use a lot of similar technique for example the Donovan use a lot of fat washing we use a uh, vapor to distill in uh, flavors mm -hmm. or extract flavors, or we use a specific uh, machine that helps us to squeeze the juice and keep the consistency of the juice without mm -hmm. you losing the flavor and, and many, many other things. But it's something that you need to feel inside. For oh. example, for every cocktail that we shake or we stir in our bar, we, have, we, we approach a different technique. We it's different if we have a white spirit or black spirit. So we approach in different way. Mm -hmm. So also those small elements, they are the details 
that in the end they make the difference. Got it. Is this more of a self-learning thing where you guys are the ones who are enhancing the process or is there like a blueprint somewhere which you can always refer to to advance? Uh, both. Okay. It's something that you have uh, like personally because of course you want to growing up as much you can mm -hmm. but it's something that also you can study because you can learn it but from from chef as well mm -hmm. not just from bartender so it's nice to take uh, you know some example from chef or bartender and make it your own mm -hmm. so not, we don't want people that copy other bartender Got we it. want to people that develop their own skills mm -hmm. Of course, you can take inspiration for someone. We all take inspiration in the Donovan Bar for the master Salvatore Calabrese. He's our mentor, of mm -hmm. course. But we don't want to be Salvatore Calabrese. And I'm sure he doesn't want that we become the new Salvatore Calabrese. He actually, uh, we want to be ourselves. And of course, you're going to take inspiration for your mentor. Yeah, yeah. Solid. Uh, when it comes to mixology, you know, usually uh, it's a very fine line between defining a bartender and a mixologist. You know, what is your definition? Who, what is the difference between a bartender and a mixologist in their duties which they are performing? Uh, mixology is something that uh, is a new word, yeah. okay? But is bartender and mixology in the end they are the same? the same okay is mixology more uh the cocktail side of things i i think maybe the mixology they're much more focusing uh, yeah cocktail creation combined flavor that before there was not discovered before and but uh, pretty much bartender mixology they are the same right. actually bartender uh, i'm i i'm a bartender yes i'm a mixology yes i can be both of course yeah so they are the same way Got it. It's just that uh, uh, when you say mixologist, that means you you can say that okay, uh, this person knows how to make great cocktails. Maybe correct, correct. Uh, when you're interviewing for a mixology position, you know what are the questions you would normally ask a potential candidate? Well, we start uh, usually for a little bit of knowledge. Okay. So to to understand where the the bartender or the gentleman or the, the guys is coming from. So some background mm -hmm. when he used to work before, uh, knowledge about spirits, about uh, cocktail. Mm -hmm. But then in the end, what we really like is the attitude. Okay. If you do have the attitude, you know, knowledge is something you can learn. Got it. But attitude, or you have or you don't. So Are there any particular set of questions that you, that you just always ask, you know, just to uh, know that, know the personality. You know, in the bartender world, we unfortunately we we face a lot of hours when we work. Yeah. This, you know, I never see a bartender this work just eight hours uh, per day. And uh, so, what we very like is the attitude to be open minded to maybe do extra mile, mm -hmm. and not just to work more hour, but to be open mind like if we ask something else that is outside of his duty is happy to do it so uh, yes. someone who is not so not close specific exactly. that, oh I, I don't think this is my thing you know i did this mistake as well when i was younger when you started the career of bartender the main focus is the bar yeah but it's not just the bar the bar counter or behind the bar is just a piece of your environment yeah so you need to be open mind to maybe do a waiter for a day yeah. 
to attend a guest at the door one day. So this is all a connection. Yeah, yeah. What does your training program look like here? You know, when someone joins and it's the first day, this walk in 10 a.m. and they say, hi, I'm here. What is what are the exact things you make them do in the first 10 days, let's say? Okay, when they arrive, we we give them the opportunity to work alongside with the, something a little bit more like senior. Okay. So it can learn a little bit how the mechanic they are behind our bar. Okay. Okay, so where is we keep in the eyes, where we keep in the the stool, the tools, uh, the juices and the spirit and blah blah blah. Then uh, we start to a training progress with them, like uh, proper training, like in spirit and uh, cocktail. Okay. And is there like a manual? We do have a Bible. We call a Bible uh-huh. where we write it down all the ingredients, all the homemade recipe that we have for your menu for okay. our menu Got and it. the previous menu as well okay so in case some customer is coming and ask for a cocktail that we still have in the two menus ago we if we do have the Got made it. we are able to replicate if okay. not we're gonna like, suggest, uh, suggest uh-huh. something else so uh, i think that's one thing they learn yes uh, what about other uh, sops like any other standard operating procedures for the standard that you've created here, right? The Browns Hotel, the yes. Forbes and all that. So are there any other like a two-day training for the way you approach the customer? Absolutely. To, can Absolutely. you walk us through that? We need to be sure that the, you know, when you serve a cocktail, it's just a, a way to welcome people. Yep. It's one way, okay? But there are so many ways to welcome a guest too, from the shaking hand to have a hug, okay? So what we don't want is to be just focus in the cocktail and maybe forget about the hospitality that is all about the bar in the end. So yes, we do training our uh, candidate yep. to welcome guests, to how approach them, because of course uh, the approaching is different to environment to another environment. Yep. It's different if you work in a five-star luxury hotel or you work in a street bar. It's nothing wrong to work in a street bar. It's nothing wrong to work in a yep. five luxury hotel. It's just two different environments. So yeah. you you have you need to have a different approach. Yeah. Okay. So yes, there are a few standards that you need to consider it when you start to work with us. So I want to uh, give real examples here because I think that will help uh, our audience a lot. Let's say I sat, I just came, you know, uh, what are the two or three sentences, exact things that you use, you may share like, how was your day or you know, welcome. Can you please share that? Yeah, absolutely. For example, we don't use, uh, sorry to say that, hi guys, yep. I, I, of course, oh no. Uh, we use uh, hi sir, uh-huh. good evening, good evening madam, good evening gentlemen. You know, it's a little bit more like, I don't want to say polite yes. side, but it's a little bit more like five star, lux- five star luxury. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Uh, what do you say to a 21 year old still a gentleman you need to read the person got it okay there are some person they want to be called sir there's some maybe young gentleman that they want to call guy so need to really read the person that you have in front of you but you have to maintain your but in the same time you have to be able to maintain your standard or the standard the hotel give it to you Uh, so it's very very what we don't want is a robotic got it standard we don't like this we like that the our team express our personality even when they welcome the people so 
usually we welcome like uh, I said, I gentlemen did you stay in the hotel with us? Not because if they don't stay in the hotel with us, we don't gonna have a different approach with them, yeah. but just to maybe understand us, if they stay in the hotel, maybe they expect something different from the people that they don't stay with us. What would that be? Maybe they just looking for a quiet place to uh, read a book. But at the moment, maybe the bar is full, so maybe we can recommend another place that we can give you the option to sit and, and read the book. Uh, it is different if uh, a, a young guy is coming and uh, looking just for a cocktail. Maybe he's a bartender, so he wants to stay at a bar counter because he's, you know, he's yeah. the, the center of the stage. He doesn't want to stay in, in, a, in a corner, sit alone. Got it. So as well, it's different if someone is coming and he waited for something else, so he's coming alone. Yeah. It's a different approach. We always offer a, um, a newspaper. If he, we see he's a businessman, maybe he's there for a business. Okay, so, so let me just know. pause there. So let's say you welcome them, you greet them, you ask them about the, are you a guest or you're just, you know, a non-guest. And then you, what is the third one? Like you make them sit depending on that yeah, question? Okay. Absolutely. <clears throat> if they, they were in a jacket, we ask if they want to okay. to leave the jacket with us, we're going to keep it to the, uh, the clock room. Or maybe if they're staying now, sure. we can send it to the room. Yep. Uh, then we ask, do you like to accommodate to the bar counter? You prefer a table? Got it. In case they say, depend of the option, yep. we escort them to the table or bar counter. We move the chairs, we help them to sit. Perfect. And then we offer the menu and we display that. This is our cocktail menu. We start with cocktail, follow with the wine, and then you can find the food selection in case you like so something as to as soon eat. as they sat, uh, do you give them some time before asking them, uh, are you ready for the drinks? Absolutely, yes, we give you. And is there a particular, like, a science behind it like or a standard like 15 seconds you go back or 50 seconds you go back and ask there are f f some standard that all the luxury hotel follow that forbes or lqa yeah, yeah. but uh, they are important yes they're very important but also you have to understand that especially when you have a big menu yep. with a lot of cocktail a lot of wine the true it depends the lady the or the the man need to be the time to to go through the the menu and understand what they want because sometimes maybe you walk into the door and you don't know what you want yeah yeah and maybe you'll be surprised to find something else that can catch you yeah. in the menu so i'd say maybe you want to ask the waiters or the bartender what True. is about and when a guest is coming right Federico, like they sat there i really want to understand the practicality of things and you're just watching and observing a guest sure because i'm sure you want to know as soon as they've decided as well, right? They've just made up their mind, they both chatted and then they just put the menu. That means technically sometimes they've decided. Uh, do you straight away approach or how is that being played? Like, is there a place where someone has to stand and observe the guest and you know that it's the time to go? We uh, divide our bar in section. Okay. So <clears throat> we have the, the bigger section, it's called section one, where the two waiters work. Okay. And then we have a smaller section that one just one waiter's work, work because there are uh, not that many tables. Got it. Uh, plus, usually we do have a two, uh, two, three bartender behind the bar. Yep. And always a manager at the door. Okay. So that's help us to see what's happening in the room. Got it. Okay. So of course it's the manager to welcome first the the, the guests. Yes. Yeah. Help them to sit. Yep. And then the waiters approach with the menu. 
And that they need to be good, the waiters, to understand when is the right moment to come back to the table. True. So it's the waiters who observe exactly. their sections. Exactly. We, we assist them, of course, but they need to be good enough to understand when to approach the guest sure. or not. Sure. Coming back on the mixology, right? You know, uh, let's assume that I'm trying to open a new bar and we talk about a consulting gig, you know, uh, where please help me create a great cocktail menu. What would be uh, some questions you would ask a business owner about understanding their vision so you understand what kind of, you know, uh, needs they have and sure. you can give a better solution for the cocktail Absolutely. menu? First of all, uh, when you create a cocktail menu, we talk about this cocktail menu now, is uh, you need to understand the location. Okay. Of course, a, a cocktail menu created in Hawaii need to be different than the cocktail menu created in London. True. Because the, the weather is different, the people that they go in knowledge there, they expect a different style of cocktail. So a good bartender needs to understand the location and then act correctly. True. Okay. Then uh, usually you have to check uh, what is the concept of the menu? What are you gonna want for the menu? For example, here in the Donovan Bar, we create a cocktail now that is called Once Upon a Time, mm -hmm. that is inspired by, by the, this is the oldest hotel in London, 1837, is so? okay. it is. So it's inspired about the moment and the fact of the people that they came here and make Browns what is Browns now. Nice. So, always need to have a, a story behind it to tell. Got it. Okay. And a font of inspiration. Yep. Okay. When you have that, it's, start to it's now time to create a cocktail. Got it. So for cocktail, what, again, what is inspiration for the cocktail? Now we have the menu. Yeah. You can connect it with the menu. Yeah. So for example, once upon a time at Browns, okay, who was the one of the world's famous person that was coming here? Winston Churchill. Okay, what yeah. they used to do with Stone Church is to drink champagne, is to love a whiskey and cigar. So those are three elements that you can consider in order to create the cocktail. Great point. So yeah. these are all connected, basically. Got it. And then uh, after you know your, your your cocktail menu is done, what would be the training that you would give? You know, let's say you have this three four bartenders and sure. you're trying to. It's a day one and you know before opening the bar what kind of training you would give them in uh educating about the cocktail menu like what you know how would they learn how would you tell them to approach uh, before to to give to the bar what we usually do here yeah for example is uh, before to give to try the cocktail to the bartender we give it to try to something that don't work in hospitality okay i explained you the reason the reason is why the bartender have a palate very let's say complicated, very training yeah. to the flavor. So they're very judging, okay? At the same time, people that don't work in hospitality, they have a very neutral and neutral palate, yeah. okay? So they say, yes, it's good, no, it's bad. Yeah. Just see, they don't say, ah, this is miss a point of acidic here, uh, this is too strong, you know, they say it's good or it's bad. True. So it's help us because when you create a menu also, you need to consider that the majority of the people they come to your bar they're not people from the industry yeah. they're people they maybe they work in uh, plumbers yeah they are a receptionist yeah or any other job true so you need to consider all of that okay so when you have the menu and the it's been approved for yeah. the majority because of course there are some drink that cannot help no 
not to be good for everybody mm -hmm. because everybody have a different taste, mm -hmm. you know? We started training with the bartender. What we do in the Donovan bar, usually we uh, organize three, four days of training before the lunch, the official lunch of the menu. Yep. When we try all the cocktail, we discuss about the cocktail. Wow. Because uh, I, I always say, yes, we can give the recipe, but the cocktail evolved during the years. Mm -hmm. It's good to have a, a recipe, but of course it's gonna change because you th you're still thinking, maybe what we can do for improve this cocktail. Mm -hmm. I don't say they change the ingredient, mm -hmm. but you maybe, you find a different balance between them. You find a different technique to develop this flavor. Mm -hmm. So the menu is constantly changed during mm -hmm. the year. And then uh, when everybody there agreed with the cocktail, we're gonna launch the menu. Understood. So you, you want them to buy into the concept yes. that we're together, exactly. decision makers of this new cocktail. Uh, I always say it's very important to us that understand the why behind the cocktail. Uh -huh. I don't want to say this is cocktail, try, uh, it's good, yes, you uh, see. I want to explain and I want really yeah. to them to understand why we go in this direction instead of the other. Got it. And it's very important because when you understand the why, it's much easier to make yours the yeah. creation and selling better. Got it. In the When you're writing the names in the menu and the prices and the descriptions, what pointers, what have you learned works better? Like it's not, it's, you know, some things it's better to just be precise. You know, it's better to start with maybe a low to high or high to low. What, what, what is your observations that what should be, how it should be designed? We usually work in the same way. Like uh, we have a uh, five cocktail per section, four alcoholic, one non-alcoholic, because also non-alcoholic cocktail is very important, especially now. Yeah. Uh, we divide our section in uh, four different chapters. One, you can find a drink a little bit more sophisticated. The other, you can find a drink a little bit more refreshing. In the other, you can find a drink a little bit more like plainful and colorful. Okay. So everybody that come to our bar can find the cocktail that is sweet perfectly for them. Okay. Okay. So yes, this and is do, our... do you on purpose write uh, the the common names as well? So at least in case if people are confused, they will just say, okay, whiskey sour for me, you know? Like, do you uh, write the traditional ones as well there? Uh, like traditional, like classic cocktail? Classic cocktails? No, we don't, we don't have the classic cocktail in the menu. We are able to make any So do you think that normally most of the cases, if someone's not con is confused, they would ask you? We try to do that, yes. For example, what it can really help uh, the customer, we have a, like um, a design okay. next to the cocktail. Oh, okay. So the, the the guest can understand the word, the cocktail will be served. Martini glass, rock oh, glass. So you have a glass symbol. Glass symbol, glass symbol, Got correct. It. So the, the they customer, visualize how they it, visualize right. much more or less what they're gonna spend in the cocktail. You're right. And uh, as, as well, when we create a menu, we like to play with the twist of classic, let's call it. Because you always can find a sour. Yep. In order, maybe some people they like whiskey sour, vodka sour. You always can find a fifth if you like a long drink, a refreshing. So it's very variegated Got it. as a menu. So usually you can find. If not, if we go for a classic cocktail, we are more than happy to make the classic cocktail. Sure. But
but first let us try to introduce our way to make a cocktail. Got it. And maybe that's your way of engaging with the guests, right? Exactly. Just one last uh, closing remarks, uh, please, is on the bartenders who are trying to navigate into the mixology side of things. Where do you think they should start? You know, what are some good tips? Where can they learn more about mixology? And, you know, where do you think, uh, you know, uh, they would really find great, uh, even for something like podcast or videos, you know, any, any names that come to mind, which you can recommend them? First of all, you need to be humble and never stop to study because it's a job that never ends. Okay? There are many products that come alive every day, new products, new spirits that help you to do the, your job in the, in the best way you ever. Yep. Uh, read the book as much you can. Any books that come to your mind? Like In my mind, the classic cocktail of Salvatore Calabrese is very good. Okay. You, have, you cover all the classic cocktails around the world. So you have a basic to start. Got it. And then when you have the basic, you can start to read a little bit more like complicated book. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wrote the Jerry, Jerry Thomas for David Woodridge. That is very, very nice. He talk about the, the beginning of the mixologies. Okay. Um, and then uh, of course, travel, travel a lot. Don't never stop to stuck in one place. Uh -huh. I don't say change your job, travel, yeah, that yeah. is different. Yeah. Uh, because when you travel, you discover new flavor, new lifestyle as well. True. And that you can, every time you, you experiment something new, yeah. it's part, it becomes part of your background. Yeah. And when you come back to your place, it's something that you come back, it's, it's come back with you. Yeah, yeah. And you can develop in your home. True. Uh, yes, but there are many bartenders, especially in London that, yeah. Salvatore Calabrese, Agostino Perrone, uh, to mention two, Alex Cratena, mm -hmm. Monica Berg. They can follow them and, and see, uh, see their notes as well. There are a lot, especially in London, there's a big concentrate uh, community of bartenders. Yeah. Most amazing. of them are Italian, that is, yeah. is good. But yes, we do have uh, a lot, a lot of uh, masters here. <laughs>